Welcome to a new episode of Kali Claptrap. Today's uh, guest is Dr. Rika Foyin. Is I, uh, Rika, thank you so much for being a guest. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. And also today we have a special guest, Ryan Nakade. He's been a guest on our show before and also a co-host of Growing Down. Um, Rika, if you could talk a little bit about how you got involved with spiral dynamics and um, just a little bit about spiral dynamics. Uh, most of our listeners probably have a background of it, but if you could sort of just start by the introduction a little bit. Thank you so much, Matt. Um, yeah, um, in my um, doctorate, I focused on inclusivity and it basically uh, uh, looked at um, multiculturalism, but also how to create inclusivity. So the definition that I derived at was uh, that inclusivity is a radical organizational transformational process that align the doing and the being around the shared intent for the organization. But what I did find out that was that basic assumptions that I hold because it was um, uh, informed by current theory actually did not apply in Africa. So um, maybe if I can share one short case study in a mining um, uh, environment was I, I found myself um, fortunate to do research in Mali that is in Western Africa and then was the third poorest country in the world. Um, I did not, I went with a very famous consulting group that published on engagement. And I was actually a little bit starstruck that I could work with these famous um, consultants and, and researchers. Um, the basic assumption was that uh, uh, the workers um, did not trust management. So to my surprise, day one, if I speak in the class and I try to now build trust, nobody would speak to me. And then the second day I realized that they have a shared opinion of the previous day. And the third day they work with the work of the second day. Um, I then realized that there's something, there's a collective type of decision-making in the group and it's so collectivist of nature and I did not see that in the initial stages. Um, it actually makes sense if you realize that it's most Muslim, it's a Russian uh, trained um, uh, uh, environment um, where uh, the local language is Bambara, it's a symbol language and English is not really, uh, it's translated in between. Bambara is not written um, and it's in French and a little bit of English on Bambara, the Bambara nation, very Muslim, fundamentalistic, uh, fundamentalistic Muslim. And um, I didn't realize that I have a shortcut. There's a T-circle after the day. A T-circle is then where they made up their shared decision for the next day. And I then thought, let me just um, gate crash to, to learn and to understand where they are, only to realize that females are not allowed um, there in the T-circle, only males are. So it did create a little bit of a, I need to work different in the space way, uh, contextual way, you need to adjust. Um, 
few weeks into the research, I built the trust and um, actually got a name. It was the name Jenaba Traore, which uh, gave me from a social ranking stance a specific seniority. So if I would, for example, say to Ryan, Ryan, I really, really like that guitar behind you. You will have no choice, Ryan. You must give it to me because of my social rank. And um, suddenly the world that organizations function at, which later I realize is blue and orange in spiral dynamics, did not calculate in a world where it was purple and beige, collectivist, um, a real um, um, uh, uh, driven with uh, spiral dynamics, um, undertones and multiculturalism. The last finding that I had was that actually the workers love their management. However, they cannot on a piece of paper that we gave them, do you trust man say that they were too religious, they can trust Allah. But I wasn't allowed to give that feedback because I was female and I was um, I, I wasn't I, I wasn't allowed to. Um, that threw me into a spiral of my own because all my assumptions that I hold um, was contextually flawed. Um, I came across an old lady. Uh, she was then seventy-eight years old. Her name was Lorraine Laubscher, and she was with Don Beck. To, with, on his 64 trips to South Africa. And um, I thought, wow, what a wonderful story she has because it's so wise and story orientated that I started to write, I thought we must write a life history. So I write chapter one and chapter two. And then I realized, no, she must do her own writing. It's her story to tell, it's not mine. And I took it to a local university which looked at prior learning um, uh, validation in South Africa because of apartheid. We um, did not allow African people to uh, qualify in the same way and females were not allowed to qualify in the same way that white Afrikaans males would have been allowed to. So she was in that era, so she couldn't finish school. Um, so uh, because of her work with Don Beck, they allowed her prov provisionally to do a PhD doctorate. And um, I, I guess everybody laughed at this old lady that wanted to now be there in class. Um, it was ultimately exciting because she remembered the original text. So if the, the lecturer would say something, she'll say, mm -mm, we already have done this in the 70s and also we have done it in the 60s. And if I remember correctly from the 40s, there's also something there. She had a, a photographic memory. So her doctorate then was published in uh, when she was 83 years old. And it um, was on spiral dynamics um, in the bottom parts of society in the spiral. Um, really, she called it human niches, illustrating that our thinking structure will result in gifts. And it's like a niche that you are good at and therefore highlighting and actually reconceptualizing um, a, a purple, the lower a purple and also a little bit of red. Um, she graduated 83 and then passed away last year during COVID. Her last few years she worked on beige. 
Now, why that is so important is according to her studies in um, developmental studies, um, developmental economies as well, she found that about 65% of people um, indicate a center of gravity um, in purple, which is then tribal, or you do what you do, you do a life for the family and for your people, your tribe, your community. And she found about 15% beige in her findings with about 10% red, which is up there to the 90% um, uh, of the developing world's population, where the rest is then condensed in blue and orange and rule following and um, enterprising and giving back to earth and even functional thinking, as some of you on the call will know, yellow to be. Uh, because she has been with Don, I'm, uh, she also helped me to meet him. And since 2011, I spent my time in really trying to understand his head. That resulted at the end, the last work that we did together was the public uh, publishing of the book Spiral Dynamics in Action, uh, Humanities Master Code, which is now translated in three, three languages and two more is in process. Well, that's a wonderful introduction. Thank you so much. Um, one of the things that I guess I was curious about is, so from your book and from Spiral Dynamics in Action, how is it used? How do you find it best used in an organization? Um, and I know you, you talked a little bit about the mining company. How, how, do, how does someone use Spiral Dynamics in, in an institutional setting? Yeah, that's a, um, a, a easy to answer uh, from a logical perspective and hard to live from a practical perspective. So um, the mining, specific mining house uh, where I worked last, if I use that as a case study, um, had a South African footprint and then also a footprint in Billings in Montana. And um, I actually thought that I will not find something totally different in rural Montana, but I actually found a lot of purple. And um, so uh, if you look at um, enterprises or um, the, the purpose of capitalism or the purpose of organization is to make money or to serve its um, um, uh, stakeholders, in the case of this specific organization, it's also problematic from a green energy perspective and where the world is going to ensure future investments. Um, organizations need to start adopting, mining houses need to start adopting a more green philosophy. Um, and I, I speak green now, green like in clean, but also green like in rehabilitating the earth from a spiral dynamics perspective. Um, the, so we do see in organizations, this specific one at 80,000 people, we do see um, the, a lot of blue from a compliance perspective. Um, it's a, typically a safety environment, safety first, else you kill people and standard operating procedures should be followed. Um, then you have the orange um, 
uh, deal making and growth and um, ensuring that uh, the market will invest and that there's uh, good stakeholder relations. And then of course, green uh, giving back and rehab rehabilitating. So this specific mining house that I'm speaking about, I joined because of the top leadership that we have done a psychological map on, which was the Graves original way of describing spiral. Um, and mostly in the executive team, I found a yellow, um, uh, whether it's aspirational, I want to be functional, I want to do better, I want to integrate, or whether it was real, is not now open for the uh, conversation. It definitely represented more yellow in, in the South African sense that I would typically uh, get in a management team. The reality, though, is that the 80,000 workers worked as miners. Um, and we have deep mines in South Africa, deep underground mines, um, and uh, with a, a huge amount of people in local societies. The towns and uh, is mining towns, and they are formed for the purpose of that community to mine. It's purple. Of course, we had COVID last year, the COVID threat that created so much survival uh, beige. Um, yeah, and then we have unionism in South Africa, which is red. So from a spiral dynamics or a meshwork perspective, the question to be asked is how do you get purple and beige and even red to do blue rules, um, standard operating procedures and to follow that? Um, for safety purposes, whilst a specific level of the organization can be busy with deal making and growth and all the orange and green stuff. So, uh, what right, can I pause you and ask a question yes. real quick? So, did you mention that unionism is red? In South Africa, definitely. How so? Yeah. Look, I must say that uh, um, I spoke about uh, uh, the U.S. operations here, a small uh, mine uh, in, in Billings. Um, arguably, I would say that there's blue, green and green there um, because the, there the intent is from the mining, uh, from the union side, um, very much to have a pristine environment. It's a very environmental driven union there. Um, in South Africa, definitely red. So it manifests in um, strikes if one is not careful and respectful. And a strike can cause so much money in a mine, uh, uh, you know, uh, it, uh, if it stops production. Um, uh, I maybe highlight that. In 2012, we had Marikana, which was a terrible event where three, four people died. The police, uh, it was a, stri a strike and the police sh shot three, four people. And it was with wage negotiations uh, through the union. It happened again in 2016 and gold wage negotiations South Africa is on the way again. It's this year. So, um, in a world like that, you need to weave together the different thinking structures in a way that they all feel heard and all feel respected. And there's actually no other way in my head than um, tackling it from an integral perspective or a yellow or a second tier perspective where you actually literally ask 
um, why are you here and what's meaningful to you. But remember, the organization also have needs, must also survive. So you wire it then differently um, around what is important to the people. So you work here so that you can feed your family. We must keep you safe because as a father, you must be able to go home. Or it, uh, from a blue perspective, if you work here, there's a long-term um, plan with you, with your career, and you can have shares in the organization. So it's uh, differentiated between different, different uh, worldviews. Yeah, I, I think that's an interesting because, you know, I, I think a lot of our political background, I think, comes from more of a social, I'm going to call it socialism, but sort of a democratic socialism. So I think from that perspective, at least how I understand the value means of, and again, I don't, I'm not sure how they unionize in Africa and stuff, but to know that, you know, for example, could an organization label workers as red because they're going against sort of this blue conventional follow the rules or are unionists more seen as, hey, wait, let's get a fairly uh, distributed wage here. So, you know, I'm not dependent on the organization to feed, to feed my family. So from a spiral dynamics, do you feel like as if, if you were brought in as a consultant, do you feel like you always have to sort of side with the organization or can you sort of educate the organization as far as maybe, you know, let's just, I'm not sure in this example of this applies, but maybe the organization is treating the workers unfairly. Does that make sense? It, it makes a lot of sense, but it's definitely not the South African reality. So um, I'm not sure if you are familiar with the organizing structures uh, uh, that uh, that Graves and then Beck specifically work with um, the, the figures. Um, so for purple, the, it will be circular and triangular around a triangle, tri uh, triangle in the middle, uh, where in sociology, the triangle is a masculine and then circles are um, feminine. So in a purple environment, uh, a purple organizes around a red head of family, red chief, red uh, leader with power, because there isn't that power. Um, and that's what we see here um, in South Africa. And it manifested in recent uh, un riots and, and strikes um, that we had in the country. Um, to support what you are saying, uh, that's why I somehow interrupted myself. It wasn't necessarily the case in the U.S. Uh, environment uh, where, where we work, where it was much more um, consultative. So, um, no, I will not side with management um, if I'm consulting to organization. Um, I do believe that we are here to tackle world problems and functionality. And uh, for me, the, it's a different voice. So there's a voice of the union, a voice of the workers, a voice of management, but also the voice of how all of this can come together whilst the individual is there. So I hope that I can, with declaring my lens, at least as independent as possible. Yeah, I have a question about um, how you go about doing that practically. So a little about myself, I work in mediation and conflict resolution and work with uh, diverse groups of stakeholders and interest groups of all stages of spiral, right? Of all different kind of valleys and worldviews and perspectives uh, to try to prevent protest related and political violence in Portland, Oregon, where I live. So I'm yeah. curious about how from a spiral dynamics uh, informed methodology, right? Do you actually try to work with so many diverse 
interest groups who are all kind of at loggerheads with each other. Like, in, how do you do that in terms of the communication pro processes or kind of mediation work implicit in that? And I'm, I'm curious about that. Yeah, I guess you know as well. I can, I can ask the question to you too, um, if you work in that, that space. Um, so look from a, from a, a, a higher, uh, if, it, if, if blue presents and orange presents, um, which is mostly the case that we will found in an uh, African context, actual developmental context, and even in some of the US uh, environments where I would, I will do a going with science. So I will do a type of a mixed method study, or uh, um, I, I more and more like to work with a sequential um, uh, transformational mixed method study, which basically implies that there's theory behind it, but I suspend the theory, like in grounded theory. So you, you say you don't know. And then to try and get information or do research or diagnose, whatever one would like to call it, um, more digital in the blue and the orange spaces, much more a relational interview-based ethnographical type of interviews, lower in the organization. Very, very, I'm very aware of the social hierarchy. So in some places, I will go to the elders, I will go to the chiefs uh, to ask permission so that there's mandate. Um, and if you have that permission, it's much easier to enter the system, which most of my work was in the, that type of spaces. Um, in America, for me, uh, let me start with Australia. In Australia, uh, uh, I mean, you cannot come with power, you cannot come with authority. They will give you respect if you are respectful and worthy of it. Uh, so it's been splitting out the ego, splitting out hierarchy. Um, in America, I found where I worked quite relational. So in Texas, it was a different type of relation from in the New Orleans, very relational. Um, Florida, where it was much more structured, uh, but in uh, California, so relational, but another type, greenish, yellowish type of relational stuff. So then that's the um, uh, entry. Um, I, I do think that um, uh, if people start, uh, um, uh, if you can somehow make people feel that you are not going to represent their voice, and you're not going to change that, but also somehow get them out of their own thinking structure to a way of looking at the whole. Um, then um, most of the times there's a need to provide a future or a better organization, a better environment for if it's now the children or if it's now humanity at large. So I didn't answer you. I actually can ask the question back to you. I mean, it's it's definitely something I'm I'm still figuring out as I go. You know, I mean, I think I think it's there's a lot of similar um, it, approaches in terms of our attitude. To, you know, I think it's, there are some specific techniques that I have used or I've tried. Right, I guess some of them would be different kinds of community development or community organizing methods. There's a method. I don't know if you know who Adam Kahane is. Yes. Oh yeah, he has a, a, a transformative scenario planning. Yes. You're familiar with that? Okay, cool. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, I'm, yeah. And you know, other kinds of like kind of group um, systems mapping, right? So yeah. they can kind of, that's how you can kind of step out of your own myopic perspective and see the larger right. whole and the entire landscape of interest groups and values that are kind of all at play here. 
Now that's lovely. It's lovely to do it that way. Yeah. I also more and more like to work with like a theory of change, like a way you work with the underlying assumptions and really map that out and then go to the levels and the stakeholders with, with, with something like that to at least see the whole. But yeah, it's, it's not easy. Rika, how do you handle, there's some criticism to stage theory in general, you know, if you're putting, you know, your level above mine, elitism, what backlash do you face when you present this and how do you handle sort of that critical stance that you're just putting your level above mine? Yeah. Um, look, I, I was particularly scared to speak in Africa about spiral dynamics. Uh, so I waited 10 years before I opened my mouth. And um, it because we started beige and purple. But what we sometimes forget is that, uh, for example, if there's a center of gravity of purple, they really do not want to be blue. They don't want to be orange either. Actually, for example, a real purple uh, community will see blue as roof uh, actually silly and westernized, and they don't want to be like that. Or orange as um, egocentric and power-driven and wasting money, where they really don't want to be like that either. So um, I was extremely scared of that in the beginning, but I um, think if one follow that guidance of like a Lorraine Laubscher, where you work on the intelligence that that specific thinking structure or code or VMIM or whatever is the 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 language um, that one used. I, I do believe that people feel normalized in a way. Okay, so I'm not so dysfunctional after all, even if I associate with beige. Or now I understand why I have, um, I want to have spirits, ha spirit houses or ancestor houses if I'm in China or in why I want to acknowledge, if, if I'm in Singapore, why my mother said I'm, my dead brother must first marry of another spirit before as a second child, I can be married. It normalizes that um, um, split that often uh, can be found between blue and purple, where, um, uh, where we cannot then transcend and include, but reject. So um, I guess in I've been now working with this theory from 1996 uh, onwards, there was one time where a person said that um, it is um, classifying people as if they cannot grow. And uh, the specific person came from a green uh, FS type of thinking structure. We felt that the theory of you cannot be before you are, are excluding people from growth. Um, I do find that Don Beck's we are chords and not notes help. And I do find if you speak true to Gravesian theory of a center of gravity that can go up and down depending on what you are busy with, um, then uh, what you actually also can create in the higher levels or second tier levels is the embracing of their own beige again or the embracing of own purple again. Because how on earth can we be yellow, which is beige, to the integral or the square or more than the, the capacity of or turquoise, which is purple to the exponential value thereof, if we cannot be the basic purple. So um, yeah, and I guess if uh, COVID maybe have taught us to embrace beige a bit more and even purple a bit better. I'm, I'm curious about, yeah, it's a really interesting um, part of spiral dynamics theory, right? Is, is there a kind of 
recapitulation of the stages at a second tier kind of starting over but at a different scale at a different level right i'm and i'm curious you know kind of building on your last comment about how individuals you know ostensibly operating from second tier can begin to consciously reintegrate or re-embrace those primordial rungs of the ladder so to speak yeah um maybe i can share an example um we had the first integral african conference here about two years ago and uh, we were fortunate that 18 people went on an integral African tour um, to go through uh, to go and visit all uh, communities that represent all the different or associate themselves associate with the different um, value um, VMIMS uh, codes, as Don would prefer to, to call it. Um, what I realized is the almost um, a, a, a arrogance that can sit in green that we can fix you, which is beige and purple, where they do not want to be fixed. And that that gap from the, the egolessness of green, the eyes missing in green, need to be remembered in yellow, as I uh, theoretically then at least move from the first year to the second year, that exponential gap, that huge, huge leap in consciousness. Um, how hard is it not to find an eye? if you have been selfless and you have created your whole environment around you uh, without the eye, it, it's problem, it's hard. Which then in my head at least, uh, or with my experience at least, create again that survival uh, uh, um, question are just so much more complex. Because where do you fit if nobody else hear that? And you, and, and, and you are chameleon-like because you can adopt different thinking structures if you're in different spaces. So yellow is not the nice, in my view at least, um, nirvana that people um, might think. And, and Don have a, a way of, if he facilitates this, he, he work with um, gestalts, um, uh, constellations, and I, he doesn't label it like that. So he will, let, and, and I've copied that. So I will have a group and I will let them constellate where they feel they fit. And the second tier, uh, if, if second tier people, real people, uh, people that really uh, measure on an instrument or self declare, self associate with yellow, if they um, start seeing the, the, cacophonical behavior, the chaos in the other colors and how they polarize, there's a cry, there's a cry, they cry. So um, to, to be able to find self again um, is hard work. And um, I will always remember Aftab Omar, uh, of the Meridian School, in California, when he was in South Africa with a spiral dynamic two certification session, he said that the road to turquoise is bloody. Um, so yeah, for me, for me, I I, I think that uh, I'm not sure if I totally answer you, but the, the real thing to have a look at is whether the thinking structure is more hopeful or fearful. And the, the, it cuts the aspirational second year out, um, where second year traditionally are more hopeful and they're more open. So back to my example, the Europeans in South Africa that saw some of the other colors went back saying that they will never be the same again because of the denial of those systems that's now so visible and the celebration of the beauty in them 
changed in was catalytic. It, it changed. Um, yeah, I, I, I think that's the work that we all must do is remembering those aspects of self. Thank you. Um, I was wondering about a little bit too, you, you mentioned going back to the Agravian's research. And so what I was looking at is um, his theory is based on, originally was based on experimental data. And yeah. I was wondering over the years have what, um, what has, has spiral dynamics done anything? And not to say it has to be grounded in sort of em empirical research. Is there any more research to sort of ground the theory or is it still kind of going off of the Gravian's model per se? Yeah, look, um, in the field, there are uh, also humans and humans have stories and one can bring those stories together with the ego, but also a sense of loss and a sense of trust and a sense of betrayal that you do find in uh, organizational theory or psychological organizational theory a lot that um, we need to, to form coalitions and then betray each other too. So um, I found myself in the academic stream. So I went back to regional primary authors. I went back to Don. And then of course, because of what I could find in multi multicultural theory, I couldn't explain. So I looked at Lorraine the, um, and then Don. Uh, graves, you know, that's my, my heritage. Uh, and then I went to integral uh, from there. So I don't have, if I speak about Rika, I don't mind what you call it. If, if you give it a color yellow, you give it a color teal. What I do want to respect is that Don, in his um, conceptualization of it, saw oscillation. And he feel betrayed in a way, and I put it in abbreviated commas, because now for him, the, the cool colors, warm colors, cool colors, warm colors that illustrates collectivism and individualism has been compromised. And that's when we speak. So um, I found it beautiful that people are true to the theory that they hold to their the story. Um, my, in my own um, uh, um, in, uh, um, academic work uh, and people that I've supervised academically, uh, most of the theories are expert, um, uh, a type of grounded theory, types of places where you suspend own values and see what emerged from theory before you superimpose um, the others. I also do um, uh, replicate uh, the original Gravesian questions in the academic space. But I find the same categories really. Um, we can put it, uh, uh, classify it differently. Um, I like um, integral theory because of the different steps and the, the different application. But for me, this um, it's actually, if one speak from a turquoise perspective, it's actually similar. In, it's just different angles to it and how the emotional velcro that I use to make sense of my realities may be just different from another person. And in, if, if I judge that, then I'm also not integral. So um, I, I, uh, one can measure it blue, Lorraine, uh, with psychometrics assessments, um, but that, that serves blue and maybe orange and not necessarily purple. Um, so... I am not sure if I'm really, really getting to the question of, is there another way to, to, to study this than really seeing or asking a person, what do you relate with and what makes sense for you? And maybe look at the, the, the criteria of time span, 
maybe look at the criteria of organizing organizing how they structure and there's a definitely the time and the energy orientation in the different worldviews. Um, I was curious about, do you know a little bit, um, since you bring up sort of the integral model, um, what do you know from your perspective, how did the split happen between Wilbur and Beck? Do you know any background on that? Yeah, but um, what I will say will be according to what Don shared with me. So, and um, it's also in a way published in the book Spider Dynamics in, in Action. So Don and Calvin were together, Chris Cowan, and uh, I think Chris came to South Africa about three or four times, uh, is definitely uh, valued in that angle. Beck um, came 64 times, so he did the, if I can say, field research into my country, and then that was his biggest case. Um, and there was, a, at the end of their partnership, a split between blue academics and a little bit more consulting um, packaging um, side that that um, broke that or compromised that relationship. It's, a, it's such a beautiful example because it's the codes uh, that plays out. We cannot escape our own ontological epistemological stances, assumptions, uh, our own worldviews. Um, and then uh, Don started to explore with, with Wilbur uh, more on consciousness. It changed to consciousness. Um, in the uh, work that I found in Don's study was letters and books and um, uh, 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 even uh, Wilbur writing to Don how they enjoy their working together. Um, but later that split, um, and uh, you can actually see, uh, look at uh, it in some of the, the graphs. For Don, everything is informed. All quadrants and lines are informed by spiral. It's the underlying logic. And for Wilbur, it's integrated in another way. Um, and then the big thing is that uh, change in terms of colors, um, which is hard for Don. Yeah. Um, and this might go off to, to a whole def different angle, but something I was thinking about, have um, with South Africa in general, do you find spiral dynamics has been apl applied politically or is it still sort of a subset and not many people know about it? Yeah, um, spiral dynamics was definitely when Don was here with Lorraine. They worked with Parliament and they worked with the key role players. They worked with Madiba. Nelson Mandela that passed on and arguably was one of the people that were, I mean, by, from a Nobel Prize perspective and a world, world acknowledgement perspective, uh, a really an integral leader. Um, they also worked with um, other big role players that also got Nobel Prize uh, prizes like uh, Desmond Tutu that actually speak about the Rainbow Nation, which some of the folk theory suggests it comes from Spiral. I'm not so sure how true it is, but it's the stories, the narratives. Um, also with FW the Clerk, which also got a Nobel Prize, it was the white male, and I'm sorry that I speak white, it's South African still legislated that way, that we 
should to to rectify the sins uh, the, the what what happened before so they definitely between the 60 86 to 94 um worked with all those um role players and resulting um in a in a um we did not have civil war in 94 um our democracy came in 94. So our current president, Cyril Ramaphosa, was also trained in spiral dynamics. I cannot say um, that uh, they work with it consciously. Uh, definitely one of our other leaders that also played, her name is uh, Dr. Ampeli Mampeli, and she was the wife of Steve Biku, who was the father of a black consciousness movement in Africa. Um, definitely are trained in it. Um, so um, uh, I just guess that the, uh, the questions of existence are sometimes overriding and the pools, even if you want to, if you, if you look at Obama, how we have changed over the time, if you, even if you look at Trump, what has happened there, I'm not so sure that what we see is presentable, presented of what the individual feel and how collective it presents um, or how it's skewed by um, positioning or party politics. Definite, definite, uh, um, a definite adaptation of spiral in some places. Um, and I know uh, because I work in three local universities, our universities are different from um, American universities, it's na nationwide. Uh, three universities that I do um, now in South Africa of the big ones that do incorporate spiral as uh, in the curriculum. That's wonderful. Um, I guess my final sort of thinking with um, spiral dynamics is, I mean, for me, I think it presents sort of a model that can help better situate and navigate for people to know sort of if there are conflicts and clashes happening. It's a theory that I think can best sort of help reduce that conflict. My, my sort of struggle and, and my sort of my last question is what is there anything um, we can do to promote the theory more or or I know I'm not sure if Don Beck has his own organization. Is there uh, more work he's doing to, to promote it um, that you're aware of? I think we can do better because I think it holds some wisdom. I, it definitely does. And I do find it extremely worthwhile in, in uh, all the examples that we have spoken about where there's um, systems where there's different worldviews, um, almost like a merry-go-round where you're in the middle and the little waters go up and down and up and down and you need to navigate the complexity thereof. I am reminded of a favorite quote of Don that said he would give anything for the simplicity at the opposite side of complexity. And spiral in a way does that. What it do for me um, is that it um, remove all the, uh, 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 the obvious diversity factors. So it's now not race, it's now not gender, it's not other identity factors, but I can relate with your thinking. And if I can do that, I mean, there's real meaning in our conversation. We can meaningfully um, work. I can set you free, you can set me free. And, and together we can do things in a more functional way if we then go second year. Um, we can do better. So Don have organized centers of human emergence international. I have the Center for Africa, and there's the center that's extremely active is the center in uh, Den Haag. Um, I'm, I'm very close to them. We currently look at uh, Beige. 
as well and how that manifests. Um, but in America, uh, Saeed Daflabani is busy with work. Um, Toma Beep is busy with work. Um, and, and somehow those of us that do not polarize from the integral community actually find a lot of work together. Um, and I do think we should be, I should explore that um, more. I try and, and um, uh, present at most integral conferences. Um, uh, I, I do think our own worldview um, uh, um, uh, polarized that uh, in the sense that some people want to make money and sell it as a product and there is space for that. I definitely integrate that in my own practice um, and work with the original tools from Don and from Graves. Um, uh, Oak, um, in the Netherlands also work uh, extensively. Uh, there's people in France that, that work with it. I work closely with the Integral European part, um, uh, Ben Seganta and, and that grouping of, of uh, thinkers. So um, uh, there is practical courses. You can go on Spiral Dynamics Certification 1 and 2 that then give you access to some of the, um, the assessments. Um, yeah, so I, I, for me, the, 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 if I would like to say cell speech is not so much the theory, but it's in the hum humanity that facilitates it together and then people will buy the book. I guess one could also go the other way around and say, hey, there's a book, then buy me. <laughs> but yeah, that's not who, yeah. my worldview. <laughs> Awesome. Rika, thank you so much for being a guest. Ryan, thank you for being a, a guest also as well on the show. Um, thank you so much. Thank you for having me, Ryan. Lovely meeting you and good luck. Thank you for having me, Matt. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Nice to meet you. Nice meeting you.